Welcome to Escape the Rat Race with me, Lisa Staker, the rebellious coach. This podcast is all about empowering you to break free from the straitjacket of the nine to five to pursue a life of freedom, purpose and fulfillment running your own business. Whether you're feeling stuck in your current career or have always dreamed of starting your own business but been too scared to do so, this podcast is here to provide you with the resources and insights you need to take the leap and escape the rat race. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Escape the Rat Race. And this week we're just talking about discovering your purpose. So what does purpose actually mean? Well, it can mean different things to different people. If we look at kind of a a dictionary definition, purpose in life is finding meaning in or having goals for your life. Well, what does that actually mean? Well, I had a little survey on LinkedIn earlier this week to kind of of look at what it meant to different people. And the thing that was coming out was it's the reason why you do something. Your purpose in life is that reason why you get up, you go out, you even could be just get up in the morning. So that was kind of the theme coming out. So why is it important? I like to explain this by looking at Maslow's um, hierarchy of needs. Now, some of you may be familiar with this, some not. Um, There is a workbook to kind of go along with this episode, which you can download from the show notes. So please do go ahead and do that. And this actually has um, the the kind of diagram of Maslow's hierarchy of needs and the next diagram that I'm going to be talking about in there so that it's a little bit more, um, you're really going to get more what I'm describing. But anyway, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Maslow said that in life, we have like a different levels of needs that we have as humans. Now, they first start with kind of the physiological needs. We have a need for breath, food, water, clothing, all of those kind of things that kind of are fundamental. They're like the bedrock of the things we do. Next, we have a need for safety and security, kind of our employment, our family, our social stability, our health. And then we have a need for love and belonging, kind of our friendships, the relationships that we have, um, intimacy, the sense of connection, that thing that we lost during COVID when we were kind of all working from home and suddenly we lost that sense of connection that kind of really hit people. That's what this need he's talking about. And then there's the need for self-esteem, that confidence, the sense of achievement, that respect for others. And then finally, there is this need for self-actualization and this is where this purpose came in a need for creativity spontaneity and the purpose in life so he kind of puts them at kind of the the peak of this triangle and by doing this kind of implies that you have to have all the other things first so it's certainly saying you can't have a purpose in life if you don't have enough food to put on the table or you don't have a secure home, or you don't have a loved one, or you don't feel confident. Now, this isn't really true, because you can, anyone can have a purpose in life without these other things. They don't, not a necessity to have before you can have a purpose. There's a lovely story um, about a doctor who just goes in to kind of cure people of diseases for the money. It's just a job. Whereas a a refuse collector um, or dustman or whatever you want to call them who sees his job as going in and and recycling 
kind of goods and saving the planet and keeping the place tidy can be seen as having a purpose in life. And they're two very different things. They're two very different situations. So it really depends on where you are as to and how you look at things as to where this purpose should sit. So what I argue, and it's, it's something that was argued by Nielsen, is that actually purpose should be the first thing that you look at. It's the kind of the, the bedrock of things. It's, it should be the first layer. If we have a purpose in life, a purpose for getting out of bed in the morning, then that can lead us to have the confidence to do things and change things, to turn and enact on that purpose. And by doing that, we then get a network of influence. We get a social network, um, those relationships, those the friendships that we build up. By having those things, then we can provide for ourselves to have the predictable environment, that home, that stable environment. And then finally, all of those having all of those things mean that we our physiological needs will be met. Because we have all this kind of stable, um, supportive environment, we will have food on the table. We will have somewhere to live. So by actually having a purpose in life can be kind of the cornerstone of actually everything else that we do. And that's why I think having a purpose is really important. Because if you turn it on its head, having that purpose can drive everything else what normally happens with people is that they think say they think of the first uh, version with maslow's in as much as they're looking at they can't have a purpose in life until everything else is met and they end up never actually doing what they want in there whether it's their career or home lives so that they don't feel fulfilled and that's why they end up with people who say okay I really want to do myself kind of go off and be a coach and but I can't do that until and have all the I can't do it until everything else is in place and then five years later they're in exactly the same position and they I wouldn't say they've even kind of stood still they've gone backwards because they're five years on five years more experience and they still haven't done what they want to do in life because everything else isn't there But looking at it from purpose beginning, having a purpose, you do that first and then everything else kind of follows. So what does purpose mean to you? Well, I've got a little exercise for you. So what I want you to do is take a blank piece of paper or there is one in the book for you for you to do this and to think about your reason why, what impact you want to have on the world and have a think about this. And then I want you to either draw or write what comes to your mind. Now, by actually putting this down in paper, we make those connections in our brain that we wouldn't do if we just think. <laughs> and by drawing, we make even more. So it is, a, it is quite a good thing to draw and you don't have to be an artist. I did this and I, I did stick people when I did it. And, you know, when I was doing this, I was drawing, you know, family are very important to my, my reason why. So it's kind of the family and then kind of the um, kind of financial security is important to me so I I drew kind of a little bag of money and then helping people is important to me I can't quite remember what I drew for that one but you can kind of see how things the things that are important to you and then when you actually write those down and I'll kind of look at them you can actually see it that this is your reason why and that then becomes your purpose and this is a really powerful tool so if any time on your journey about discovering your purpose you lose your way you can kind of go back to this whether you've got it in a file pinned up on the fridge you can say no that's the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing 
So that one, you know, it's going to go and pause the podcast, go off and do it, do that little bit and then come back to it. I'll be here waiting for you. So let's have a look at identifying your life's mission. Now, to do this, it it, it is a very um, in-depth process and there's lots of different things at work. So there's kind of a little structure that we use within kind of coaching, which looks at kind of your values, beliefs, needs and strengths. And it's kind of like if you look at all of these, you can see actually what am I here for? So the first one is your values. Your values are your non-negotiables. What you really um, think you know, that's there. So it might be, um, for me, flexibility and freedom are, are big values that I have. I want those things within my life. They're my non-negotiables. So where am I going to start? If I'm going to make any changes in life, these are the things that have to be there for me to kind of carry on. And we'll have a look at little values in a little bit more depth. The next is your beliefs. Now, your beliefs are the things that you think are truths, but may not necessarily be true for everyone else. So these are the things that have been influenced in the way that you grow up or maybe your religious beliefs. They're, they're things that are kind of personal to you and they are totally and utterly concrete to you. But another person is totally different. So if we think about kind of growing up, um, so you might kind of have a think kind of like, um, I think that all green cars are unreliable and I will never buy a green car. Now, where does that come from? Well, that may have come from actually your parents had a green car once and it constantly broke down. So it's a belief. It's not necessarily true for everyone. And it doesn't mean that all green cars will break down. But you have a belief and this is very much very personal to you. And this is and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. But it is that it is those beliefs. And that's something that's really good to have a look at. Um, what parts are your the things that are stopping you doing things are true. Are they actually there or are they part of your beliefs? The next part is the needs. Now, we've spoken about the needs earlier where we do have certain human needs that we need to fulfill. Now, whether we look at this kind of top down or bottom up, kind of whether we start with purpose or start with the physiological needs, I really can't say that word. They are there. And we do need to have a think of it. So when we're looking at what we want to do with our lives, we have to look to see how they're going to be met. And then finally, there's your strengths. Now, there's a lovely little exercise that you can do if you're not kind of don't really know what your strengths are or don't have the confidence to do it yourself. And that's just to ask um, three friends or three kind of colleagues, what do they think your strengths are and what do they think you could improve on? And that might be quite enlightening. You might actually find you've got some strengths there you didn't realise. You might get feedback that you're a brilliant organiser or you're fabulous with people or you're a great trainer, which you just won't recognise yourself. And again, having that information can help you work out what you want to do, what your life mission's going to be. So we're going to return now to values. And again, I've got another little exercise for you, which is in the workbook. And what you're going to find in the workbook is a page of values. So there are lots of different terms and feel free to make up ones in addition to this. These are just examples. And what I want you to do is pick out your top 20 to circle them or whatever you want to do. Pick out your top 20. And then you look at them and say, actually, I can group these. What are similar to each other? So you might find that um, having fun, laughter, enjoying yourself may may all come out in your top 20 but actually they're about enjoyment joy maybe so maybe you'll concise that down to joy um so you kind of look at it and you kind of group it and you try and group it into your top five now the biggest recommendation i can do with this with you is don't overthink it just go in and just say quick 20 which which ones they're going to be 
and then group them and do it as quickly as possible without thinking too much because when you start thinking it you overthink it and actually you're, that's when your beliefs and things might come in and it won't be your kind of gut values because you're thinking oh no I should put this one in or I should put that one in. So once you have those five, those are kind of your your non-negotiables, your five things that you live by. Now, again, I'll give you an example. With me, um, when I did this when I was back at work, I had freedom, flexibility, financial security, making a difference and integrity on my list. Now, I'm doing my I'm doing my coaching. I have lot of freedom and flexibility I can choose to do what I want when I like I can choose how much I work and when I work so I have that freedom and flexibility now so those are now not so big of values for me they're still there but they're kind of lurking around the bottom because to be honest they're part of my life so what I've found is actually things like control has come into there I like things to be organized I think this is probably the business owner in me kind of I like to have control of things so I'm you know and the actuary coming out as well I'm very kind of risk adverse I like to look at what the risks are out there and assess them and make sure that I'm planned everything so that they don't happen you know things don't happen so that control thing is coming out a little bit stronger and what's also coming out a little bit stronger is the need for pleasure and the need for joy in my life I like to be able to have fun and again around that flexibility and freedom has given me that kind of space in my life to be able to go out and do the things that I enjoy which I may not have been able to do when I was in my corporate job because I was so worn out after the day that I just couldn't even bear the thought of kind of going out in the evenings or at the weekends I'd just be sleeping or cleaning the house and it just it it just became a, I couldn't fit joy into my life so you can kind of see what will be a work for you. And once you have those, then those can, again, form that bedrock of what your purpose is going to be kind of going forward. Because you've got your um, the visualisation, you have what you want your life to look like. And then these values become your non-negotiables of how you want to kind of go forward. So what have we covered so far? So we've learned why purpose is having important. We've discovered what purpose means to you, your reason why. And we've looked at your values. So what do you need to do now? Well, you need to take action. Because without action, nothing's going to change. And it's the hardest part is to take action. You can spend loads of time planning and doing all of this. But actually, to actually do something about it, that's when it kind of gets uncomfortable for people. So what I'd like you to do, and again, this is in the workbook, is think of three things that you can take action on and when you're going to do it by. Now, the when is really important because otherwise they'll never get done. So you could say, okay, I want to have some more time to go to my yoga class or I want to go to the gym. So I'm going to finish work on time for three days this other week and um, these are the days I'm going to do it and I'm going to do this consistently for so many days or so many weeks. And then you can have those there. Now, then you've got to do is write them down because without writing them down, they're not there. So you've got no proof. And it also, again, clicks something in your brain to make them more real. You've kind of sort of committed to them if they've written down. And the final thing I want you to do is to get someone to hold you accountable. Being held accountable is so powerful. Now, it doesn't have to be someone who's going to beat you over the head with a stick if you don't do something. I have an accountability buddy. She's lovely. We meet on a Monday each week and we say, OK, what are we going to try and do this week for our work? And she says what she wants, she wants to do. I do what 
say what I want to do and then we check in the next Monday how did you get on now life gets in the way we know things do change but it does actually having that person there say well you said you're going to do this have you done it really kind of helps me and it got to the stage where last week where uh, I was I was not I was, wasn't really focused so I asked if we could just text every single day with what we're going to do and I must say it was my most productive week ever on getting all the jobs done because I said I've got to kind of do this this and this today and the next day she said have you done it now I didn't do everything but it did kind of force me into kind of saying actually why didn't I do those bits actually some of them turned out to be not as important as I expected that's what's great about an accountability buddy. So you can do that. It can be a friend. It can be a colleague. Um, or you can have, a, if you've got a coach, and then coaches are great for doing the accountability with you. That's it for this week's episode of Escape the Rat Race. And I hope you can kind of see how all of these things can actually help you discover that purpose. And the, the procedure that we've kind of put, I've put you through here today is actually what I did when I moved out of corporate um to retrain to be a coach I went through these processes and that's what's how I discovered my purpose in life and that's why I now have a purpose in life to help you discover that as well and over the next few weeks and we're going to be delving into this a little bit more and looking at all kind of the things that kind of help you change your life to be able to be what you want it to be so we'll be looking at things like visualizing your new life um, time management how do you get the time to do these things and make these changes because without the time you're never going to make those changes how to deal with opinions of others um, who may be saying oh no you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that and then kind of overcoming fear of making changes even the slightest change can kind of get us quite fear for and going to get that kind of uh, flight or fight reaction with us so we'll be looking at that so I hope you will join me over the next few weeks so whether you um, want to start your own business like me or just want to make changes to improve your life and live more in line with your purpose I think you're going to find these episodes really useful see you next week <laughs>for today's episode of escape the rat race i hope you found it helpful and inspiring and it has given you some ideas for how you can start taking action towards escaping the rat race to a life of freedom purpose and fulfillment if you've enjoyed this episode please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on your favorite platform and if you have any questions comments or feedback feel free to reach out to me using the contact details in the notes to the podcast I'm your host, Lisa Staker. Thank you again for listening and I'll see you next time on Escape the Rat Race.